This is SPJ from Dropping Loads Podcast, the fine, fine preacher of the Don Francisco Promise, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Swag. I'll strip right now give me $100, and I'll run across the street. I was pulling out his dick under the table, rampaging, and just scaring people for no fucking reason. I wonder how an eyeball tastes like. Hello everybody, welcome to Dropping Loads. Like always, I'm Milky Way. And Paco. And, <laughs> and that's about it. Due to conflicting schedules, this it's a Milky and Paco show. What do you think of that? Is the, the new it's going to probably be a bunch of us bickering at each other again. I'm pretty sure our last episode, just the two of us, was not as, uh, as well received as some of those... Um, Simply Pouch episodes. No, Simply Pouch episodes are pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think ours is as well received as Simply Pouch episodes. Mm. Yeah. He's so refreshingly awkward, it's just perfect. Because <laughs> yeah. he's constantly just, like, here alone. So, it's no. pretty good. Pouch is the best. But, it's about Milky and Paco today. Yeah, okay. So, what you been up to, Paco? <laughs> nothing, nothing. Uh, this, this year's been pretty okay. Uh, we went to St. Augustine. That was pretty dope. I like St. Augustine because of all the ghost shit. St. Augustine, Florida. Uh, I believe it's the oldest town in America, right? Mm. I think it was, uh, founded in 1565. Yeah, I don't fucking remember. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Uh, yeah. It's a lot of cool stuff there. Like, there's a old castle. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just the, the structures are just everything so old that you wouldn't normally see here. At least, like, in, like, I guess, Western countries, like the Americas. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you go to Europe, that's all over the place. Cause, yeah. You know, but here in the United States, all the structures are kind of, you, you can tell the reason or nothing stands out like St. Augustine did. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I liked mm-hmm. it. Um, I mean, the year just fucking started, so I don't know what's new. Um, it's a it's a whole new year. Other than the fucking year, <laughs> um, I don't know. I got pretty good shit for like the holidays. I don't like to say Christmas. I mean, I'd say it just as a habit. But are I'm you not... one of those PC people that don't like to say Christmas? No, I'm just I don't follow religion. That's why not because not because oh I'm gonna insult someone because someone has a different religion. Everyone well, there's something that to me to me Christmas has nothing to do with religion. If not you anymore, if you right no if so if you're gonna believe that receiving gifts for Christmas has to do with religion like really how yeah exactly how? I don't know the other day I said something something Christmas and they're like oh wait I thought you were an atheist I'm like I am but that doesn't stop me from like appreciating certain things of it and i do it by habit because everyone around me celebrates christmas yeah well um, it's, it's not it's kind of like saying oh you can't have fucking bunny shaped chocolates during easter because you're not religious true fuck that like those little egg shits the <laughs> egg chocolates they release them those things are really good so they had christmas ones so now you can buy them on christmas i didn't know you liked those i would have bought you a pack for like a buck no nah, it's better than you don't buy them but yeah they, they, they're pretty good but yeah, no, I got pretty good shit. Like, like what you mean as presents? Yeah, yeah, I got pretty That's good cool. shit. I, I, my parent, my parent, my friends got pretty good shit too. Yeah, so. it, it was a big Christmas here in the in the Milky Way Studios, right? And it had a bunch of people over. It was a lot of presents being opened and thrown Even around. The fucking dogs got presents. Yeah, it was a good day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so far this year I've been like up to two days ago. Two days ago I finished. I was hooked on that making a murder show. Hmm. But just surprisingly, I didn't follow it. Yeah, why? I, I don't know why not. For those who don't I know, uh huh. For those who don't, who don't know, making a murder is, is this new ten-hour documentary series uh, on Netflix. It's a Netflix original, I believe, mm-hmm. and it it follows the story of this man named Stephen Avery's who, in 1985, was convicted of a rape that he didn't commit. 18 years later in 2003 he was released and he was free he was a free man he was released because evidence showed that he was in fact not guilty 
But then things get unfolded. And then blah, 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 blah. You get, like, headaches every so often. In in 2003, he was released, and he lived happily for two years outside of prison. And then shit happens. I'm just trying to make you not spoil shit, bro. It's not a... This is the first episode stuff. This is not spoiler. Yeah, people might not want that either. So then, two years after, he goes... He goes to prison for a different crime. And then the rest... The next ten hours is determined you know, what happens to him and what's going on. It's a, it's a very interesting show. Mm-hmm. And the whole wrongful conviction reminds me of the West Memphis 3. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why I was like... Ah, oh, fuck, I forgot. Uh, Damien Eccles, one of the West Memphis 3 uh, kids, well, now men, um, he, wrote, he wrote a reply towards... He wrote his opinion towards, and I didn't read it. Fuck. Oh, towards, he did? Yeah, towards... Towards um, uh, what's the show called? You just said it. Making a murder. Making a murder. Oh. Yeah, that's. I need well, to read it. Yeah. The but West, yeah. the West Memphis Three are uh, Damian Eccles, Jason Baldwin, and the last one's name is Jesse Miss Kelly Jr. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know I had a junior in it. Yeah, they're, they're they're these three guys who again got convicted. They got life in prison, and one of them got actually um. The death sentence. He was in death row for many years. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, eventually a lot of evidence proved that they weren't guilty. But for some reason, because the law makes no freaking sense, they had to plead guilty to be yeah. able to get released. Mm-hmm. And they got released like two, two years ago, maybe two, three years ago. Yeah. And they were first uh, conv- like convicted in like 1996, yeah. I think, or 97. Yeah, yeah they yeah, so they, this, like, similarities... Like, one of them was 18, and the youngest was 15. Yeah, I think Jason Baldwin was the youngest. Yep. Yeah, and so, like, I was I was such a big fan of those movies, the Paradise Lost documentaries, mm-hmm. that when people kept telling me about this, I'm like, damn, that sounds like... Sounds like Paradise Lost. Sounds like the West Memphis 3. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, is it gonna be as good? I don't know if I want to watch it. It looked good. It's just... I, I guess I was not in the mood the first day. I was in the mood for, like, one episode, and then I wanted to, like, not watch it until maybe the next day. And then I just, you just caught me in an odd mood where I wasn't into something like that, which normally is rare, considering I'm usually into shit like that. Yeah. But well, it's a, it's a great show. I you just fucking finished it in, like, two days. Not two days. It was, like, two weeks. I just, just nah, finished it, it was a few like, days ago. It was less than a week, Christian. It, it's it's a pretty good freaking show. Yeah, it's yeah. a really good show. Yeah, but yeah. So yeah, there you go. If 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 in the Milky and Paco podcast there's a recommendation hour or minute, that's it. Watch Paradise Lost too. Yeah, those are great. Mm-hmm. Definitely great. They were just uh, three kids that were odd characters that people didn't understand because it was like a small town of ignorance yeah. and they just decided that oh shit something bad happened it must be the three oddballs that was and Memphis 3 right Is that yeah, what talking yeah. About? and that's that's pretty much it there's nothing more to it it was just that Paco did you bring anything for us this time around since uh, your your world famous Paco's Tacos you mean my shitty spooky stories yeah sure <laughs> world famous um yeah, I mean, you know how I am. I just come across her and shit. Paco's tacos, Paco's tacos. What? What do you? What do you want me to do? The oh yeah? Now I'm not gonna Fuck do it. Yeah. All right. Okay. So what do we have this week for Paco's uh, hold tacos? On. If no one's ever listened before, uh, Paco's tacos is things that I find that are that I deem scary, spooky, or just unsettling in general. Spooky, scary skeletons. Yes, exactly. So the these could be any actual real life stories. These could be creepy pastas. These could myths. be anything, right? Yeah, they they could be myths. They could be ghost stories. It could be legit stuff. Anything interesting? Even UFO. I like UFO shit. Uh, my first first story is a true life event that happened. Um, back in the nineteenth and early twentieth century. It's called the Fosse Girls. Fosse girls? Yeah. Is that like a last name? Fosse? No, actually. Uh, it's stand. It's like a little like nickname for the white uh phosphorus that's in the tip of the lighters or uh the tip of the matches or at least used to be. Oh, okay. So that's a nickname for the yeah the little so, thing that lights up. Yeah. Apparently, young girls were um 
employed to to dunk the little matches in the weird chemical thing that's in the tip of the matches. Oh, Except the, 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 the ones we use now are obviously different than the ones they used then. But yeah. whatever they used to dunk it um, cost like weird mutational growths on their faces. It was so really wait, disgusting. These, these are the girls that would grab the little stick and dip it. Yeah. So they will have the little match tip. Yeah, yeah. They would be paid like really low salary, like stupidly low salary. And then if they like, like if they accidentally dropped a match or something, they'd get like half the wage. But uh, what happened was half the wage taken away from them. Like half the wage. Oh, okay. So half, they only half, get paid half, half if they yeah. fuck things up. Yeah, but um, that's not the fucked up part. The fucked up part is that the people that hired them figured that these chemicals would be bad they just didn't know how bad they would be and then instead of taking precautions to maybe give them masks or something so they wouldn't breathe in the chemicals they would just go every day and breathe the fucking chemicals and what would this chemical would cost specifically would be a weird pussy rotting thing on their jaw and the only way to get this like cancerous like fucking growth that if it wasn't removed off their face it would go to like inner organs and shit and fuck them up and like kill them oh shit was to actually remove the jaw itself and if they didn't remove the jaw or didn't have enough money to remove the jaw or just wanted to keep working they would have this huge growth that would eventually blister up and open and then in the dark it would glow a lime green color it was disgusting and uh, those were the pictures you went like when you saw me looking for tacos. Mm-hmm. Remember when you came came home and you looked at those pictures and you're like, "The fuck." Yeah. Yep, that's it. Can I see one right now? Or no? Oh yeah, sure. The people that wanted to remove their jaw, like, how did that work? Like, they just lived without a jaw after that. Yeah, it was either that or lose their lives. And some people decided that. If they didn't have a jaw, they didn't care. So but they, they just waited ha- till death. They didn't have a full bottom jaw? Or did they just remove a part? It depended on the person. It depended how severe. But a lot of the cases I read was just the whole jaw. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see some pictures with, like, a lot of ladies with, like, a piece of their cheeks missing and shit. Mm-hmm. It was just right away. Like, when I was reading uh, reading this the first time, I was like, this is bullshit. Like, how can... I'm like, this must be some, like, fake thing because uh, glowing green in the dark and shit like that. But no, it's it's legit. Even down to the glowing green? Mm-hmm. All of it is. Dang. It's fucked up. So then, uh, finally, at some point, the girls obviously had a strike and they changed um, whatever they used in the tip of the matches they use a the company started using a more expensive one that was less harmful still harmful but less harmful and then eventually they got to you know nowadays where it's you know but yeah they had to do a strike and then uh then the city was our city or towns i forgot where um this country, probably happened in a lot of places right where they they told certain they told stores like they couldn't sell the red tipped ones anymore and shit like that so but so for a while for a while they didn't know uh these girls got hired and they got their lives fucked, if not dead. So would this would be when they would just be close enough to this chemical, or just when they touched it? Like how did it? If like, they just if were, they were just there, like they were just there, breathing they, it in the air, breathe, like yes, they, exactly. They got it. Yeah. yeah, that's messed up. So I'm sh- if if for some reason there was someone in the room, like maybe there was like their supervisor or someone, and they were just in the room with them, I'm pretty sure they got it too. Mm, I don't. I don't think there's a taco, per se. Glowing green? Because it's not... Missing your face? All right. It's fucking interesting. It's really cool. But you know how we... Pouch and I are supposed to rate him. He's not here, so I rate him on my own. I I would say... I don't like that. See, Pouch always gives him a high rating, and you give him a low rating. So then you guys end up picking a a medium taco. And I'm satisfied with a medium taco. But you're going to give me, like, some nacho cheese or some shit. Nah, this ain't even nacho cheese. No, it's it, it it's really interesting, but it's not a taco. Okay. <laughs> What's next? Taco numero dos. Okay. There's a story of... There's a story about... How does the Fresh Prince from Bel-Air? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, in 2008, there was this dude that was sitting in 
the back of a Greyhound bus in Canada, I believe. Yeah, in Canada. And he falls asleep with his headphones on. And then this guy pulls out, like, a machete-sized knife and starts stabbing him and decapitates him. Decapitates him. Why? Um, he told he said God was telling him that this guy was evil and that somehow killing him, decapitating him, and feeding on his flesh, he would save the human race from UFOs. So this guy's completely nuts. Yeah, but you wanna know something? He got set free this year. Why? Oh I'm sorry. Or uh, late last year. Why? Because he's uh, apparently quote unquote like healed of whatever his mental illness was what <laughs> yeah that's what the we well i'm sure i used the wrong words but yeah he was uh for a while they they, they had people like the west memphis three in prison mm-hmm. for over 20 years yeah there's uh the and this motherfucker got released apparently the scene was so traumatic that one of the officers that went that was there while they were trying to coax him out of the out of the bus or whatever. Um, a couple years later, it was that he had post-traumatic syndrome and post-traumatic stress or whatever. Yeah. And he was so fucked up by the whole situation that he ended up committing suicide. The bus driver? One of the officers. Oh, that's the witness this. Yeah, yeah. Um, he had PTSD. Yeah, they said that, that the dude seemed so unfazed of this whole situation, the dude that was committing the, the, the thing. Um... That people that saw him, it looked like he was, like, just just indifferent about the whole situation and just doing it. It yeah. looked kind of like, like, he kind of looked like a robot just kind of just doing but, it without thinking. Like, how is this man released only seven years after decapitating a man? And feeding on his flesh. He ate it, too. Well, some of his heart and, uh, what else was it? Some of his heart and, like, one of his eyes or some shit. See, I've I heard. Oh, and his nose and ears were in his pocket when they. He, I heard he about this. I just didn't hear this much detail, but I have I had heard this story before, mm-hmm. and I can't believe that this story didn't get more didn't get as popular out there. Like, remember the the Miami zombie? Yeah. A few years back, mm-hmm. like that was a huge fucking thing. It was everywhere, but this wasn't. Maybe because the man was already dead when he was already feasting on him. I don't know. Maybe because. But not know. just not just because of zombie thing, just because of everything. I don't know. It just it, it's really weird to me. Like I, I I'm kind of getting pissed off that this person is out. Yep. Yeah. Make sure this person is actually up. Because if I'm just getting pissed off for no reason, there's no way you decapitate someone and you only do seven years. Oh, okay. He might be free this year. That's what I read. We'll read it. He went. He went to like a very like strict ward where they had people making sure he wouldn't have certain ways of leaving and shit like that. And it went from like being able to leave for a certain amount of hours with a nurse and stuff like that. But a guy that decapitated and ate another man should not be able to have all these benefits. And apparently, he's gonna be set free soon. So he might be set free. Yeah. yeah. So, from what I'm seeing, he's being granted passes, unsupervised passes to leave. Unsupervised. Yes. Exactly. That's what he's being granted as of as of as of last year. That's 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 free to me. It's some freedom, but it's still not completely free. But period. This makes no sense. Like, I don't know, man. Sick or not, I'm sorry. I I feel like if you've if you've done a certain amount of of bad, then yeah. Like I'm sorry, even if you didn't mean to, and and you you were sick, right? If you had some sort of mental illness at the time or some sort of problem, I'm sorry. Just when you've done something like that, you should maybe probably rot in hell. And jail too, cause in hell. Oh, you! I didn't. I didn't. First, I didn't know you believed in hell. Secondly, secondly, if it's a mental illness, 
It, it, it's a theoretical hell. I don't know if I believe in it well, or not. If it's a mental illness, I can't completely blame a person. Like it, it might, it might just be them snapping. Cause I, I, I have true like moments but... where I, I see people and I'm just like, you, and I just picture killing them. So yeah, in my it... mind, in my mind, it's only in my head, and I'm never gonna do it. Like every normal person, I'm sure a lot of people do that. Yeah, but. I have never done Sanity that, yeah. is very fragile. So it, it could be just in an instant where something just snaps. It doesn't it doesn't matter though. I don't think he should be set free. I shouldn't don't think he should be out there for him to easily be able to commit it again or worse exactly. or someone else. But I can't necessarily say he should run hell if it's something that it was just wrong with his head. Well, yeah. Cause he he seemed like a like he like he, I, I he seemed like a decent guy beforehand, and you can say that about so many about people. About everyone who's ever done anything. Yeah, it's like yes, I like I don't know, healed or not, should probably be in jail. He should not be free. No, no, fuck that. Cause then what if what if this man was not caught that first time, and then he just kept doing this and doing this, would he be set free? No. Who's to know that it's that was? It's because it's 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 because it's one incident. But who's to know that was gonna be the last time he did it if he didn't get caught? I'm not saying he should be free. I'm not saying what. No. I'm no, saying... I know. I'm just I'm just really weirded out by that. Holy crap! Ugh. Yeah, this is Taco and rest in peace, uh, Tim McLean. Sorry, yeah, boy. I think that was his name. Yeah, sorry, yeah, boy. We're just taking a nap and listening to music. Got killed at 22. Ugh, rough. Yeah. Apparently, one of the last jobs that this dude had before he snapped was a Walmart job. I blame Walmart. I blame Walmart. <laughs> I, I blame Walmart. 110% Have you Walmart. seen the lack Have of... Have you walked in Walmart? No, have you seen the lack of life that you, you in those eyes of people that work there? Like, there's a stun. Like, there's just so much shit that they probably go through. Like, there's just, like... Like, I remember walking into Walmart once with, I think it was Pouch. And there's just, like, literally, like, oh, no, and it wasn't Pouch. Who was I with? Oh, it was my brother, actually. We were picking up something. I forgot. He needed to pick up something. I think he was, like, buying, like, a late gift for one of my parents. And I remember seeing a kid just sitting on the floor in a pile of piss. And just one of the employees just, like, staring at it. Like, not going, are you okay? Do you, where's your mom? Not calling someone. It's just, just staring at the kid and just... You don't know what the fuck was going to said, but he's probably thinking this. This is my job. Yeah, like just a sit, kid just sitting on his piss, crying. Yeah, but it, yeah, Walmart employees are just not not good either, though. We just lost one of our viewers. Viewers, well, uh, listeners. Like, if there's anyone out there that listens to this that works at Walmart, I have absolutely nothing against you. The things I've witnessed, like, a lot of people that work at Walmart don't want to work there. Like, cashiers do. Cashiers are the only ones that I I notice. I'm like, okay, you want to work here. Because they're, like, you know, constantly working. Must be tiring as hell being a cashier at Walmart. So much people come through every day. So many weird assholes. Like, just dicks. Yeah. But the people, like, stocking the shelves, the people, like, I don't know. They just don't seem like they want to be there or they don't, some of them don't even seem like they're there at all. So I think Walmart is creating or making these people go crazy. Do you think so? I wonder if we, like, if there's, like, some sort of poor statistic of the amount of people that have committed some sort of crime and how like what percentage of them worked at Walmart at one point in their lives I've had a couple of friends or acquaintances or even co-workers that have worked at Walmart before and they said that it was one of the worst jobs I've ever had one of them did they ever like kill anyone after that no no not that I know <laughs> uh, but yeah that yeah <laughs> Alright, what's the next taco, Paco? Please lay it on me. Um, this one's just a bit creepy because I believe the whole... Just a bit? Just a bit creepy. Just, just like, kind of like, oh, that's kind of cute. Um, oh, in my sense of cute. <laughs> um, Which is not cute at all. And, you, and I think you meant to say creepy. Okay, um, 
I believe in like kids and pets being able to see things that maybe we can't see. Then be more sensitive to the paranormal. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. So this oh. is eleven pictures drawn by a girl who had an imaginary friend. Okay. Wait. Stop it right there. Have you, did you ever have an imaginary friend as a kid? Huh. Uh, let me think about it. I had a dog. I I had a dog. Like an imaginary dog? No, I I don't think I needed to have an imaginary friend. Uh I think... Does it count if you used a fake friend that you made up, knowing they're not real, but you made up a fake friend so you could prove your point to your parents? Because I did that a lot when I was a kid. What do you mean prove your point? Like, oh, this person did this in my class, though. Or 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 I'm I'm gonna go stay at Yada Yada's house and it's fake like something like that. Yeah, I mean I think that's the closest I ever got. I don't yeah. think I ever had an, an imaginary friend. That. I think I've built stories of having friends. Cause I didn't have friends when I was a child. I only had a dog. Mm-hmm. But no, I've never had an imaginary. Have you had an imaginary friend? No, never. I don't. I don't think my brother did either. My younger brother. I think, like... Is that, like, a privileged kids thing to do? Because I... Now that I think about it, I've never heard any of my friends have... Imagine... I've only seen it in, like, movies of, like, privileged families. You mean white kids? I was trying not to say <laughs> racist. I said privileged. You meant not, white. Not... No. Because not all white kids are privileged. Just, like... But you meant white. Well, most of the movies that have kids with imaginary friends may or may not... Most of the time, be white, but I meant privileged. Okay, I meant privileged. Yes, white kids tend to have imaginary friends. I don't get that. I just thought about it. Huh. I don't know. Is it just like, is it just our families? Maybe like different cultures or something? If it's like an imaginary friend, our parents would be like, why are you being stupid and like slap it out of us? While maybe a privileged family would encourage it because it's a, maybe a unique way of them being able to express themselves. If I was talking like crazy shit like that, I, I would get smacked. <laughs> if, like, I maybe got, that's why you've never had imaginary. I got smacked like, in that aspect for which a lot one, of things. In as that a aspect, kid. which one's better then? Cause me, oh me, god, I'd rather get smacked than really? have an, okay. Yeah, I don't want to have an imaginary friend. Like when I was a child, I was. I was being... You were a boring child, Christian. No, I wasn't. Out of be- everything you've told me, you were a boring child. Your goddamn action figures had jobs. Yeah. They would leave at a certain time and then come back when they came back from work. Yeah. How? <laughs> Why? Why what? not? What is wrong? You were... So, as soon as you came out of the- your mom's vagina, you were an already an old man. Some Mentally. Of- you were an old man. You were just... I've heard of old souls, but I don't know the fuck you are. Like... I'm talking about my my uh, my action figures. How when I would play, some of them would have jobs and go. Actually, some of them would actually go and study different languages. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Like I'll be like, okay, this action See, figure. I had I his had, action figures going to work, and then I'll put them aside and I'll play with them for a I while, a and I'll bring them back. That like made their figures or stuffed toys or whatever like fly or like things like that. Yeah. I don't know. I did I did pull a lot of Barbie head dolls cuz I hated Barbies when I was little. And mm. I'd replace it like in different like in different dolls. And like put it in my brother's action figure. It was pretty funny. <laughs> but uh no. I used to I, I guess feed the, baby, I guess... the Barbie doll head to my dog. You know, I I think maybe the the imaginary friend thing, maybe something like like lonely kids end up having. Then I should have had like 5. Yeah, but then you you're not white. That's why like lonely white kids. Oh. <laughs> I mean my skin's white. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I don't know. When I was when I was a child, I was I always had friends. Like I just always did. Like I don't remember not having friends. So That it must just, be nice. It was cool. Yeah. I had, I had I had plenty of friends. I was just I mean, I don't blame anyone on being my friend when I was a kid. I was I was pretty it's pretty weird. Yeah. It's pretty weird. I didn't know how to properly socialize. Like, you know how when you want to be close to someone or just be around people, you're just like, hey, can we hang out? No, I literally I, just... I wouldn't say that. I would just hang out. Okay, yeah, yeah. You don't even have to mention. You just hang out with people or something. I would just randomly just stand next to someone and be like, oh, that's a cool person. 
stand next to them not say anything just look at them doing whatever you wouldn't like introduce yourself no i didn't know i didn't know the basics of how to be a normal person (laughs) i would just creep everyone out so then everyone was just like this girl's gonna kill me so and then i was just like okay this person is gonna talk to me i'd walk away and then collect insects or some shit i actually really weird there was someone in my high school that used to do that and that's how he kind of became friends with us collect insects no he would (laughs) He would just stand next to our group of friends as we were, like, talking shit at lunch, and then... But would he, like, just stare at you and smile, or... Yeah, he would just, like, we, no one, none of us knew him, and he would just stand there and, like, nod, and then... Who is he, this person? And then he would try to join in the conversation, and then I'm like... Who is this person? And I'm like, why are you... Like, we don't know you, but then he kind of just kept doing it and doing it, so then we just, like, talked to him. But like he's not like a friend, friend. Like yeah, see, I, I don't he, even know he where spoke. he is anymore. He spoke. He he did something. I yeah. just stand there. I guess. I just stand there. So I I don't blame <laughs> anyone for for. I I was like, if I saw that now, you'd be like, that kid is possessed or some shit. Like, <laughs> I was I was pretty. All right, so let's get back into the taco. What what was? This? I don't even know what the fuck we were talking about. Oh yeah. Yeah. These are detail. Not de- Well, yeah, detailed drawings by a little girl. Um, and you know how when you were in school, you would have, like, half a page, you'd be spaced, well, at least here, because I forgot you, you didn't have a childhood here, um, at least here, half the page would be empty, and then the other half would be lined so you could write, so it'd give you a space to draw on the top and then write in the bottom of what you draw. Wait, for what? Like, they'd have, like, notebooks or pages and stuff like that. Oh, like, they'll give you, like, drawing paper in school or something? Yeah, drawing paper, but then they would have, like, lines lines in the bottom so you could you could write like yeah, you, you know. put your name and then you... yeah 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 so there's there's a couple of pages of this okay and i'm gonna have to describe everything because obviously you can't see the fuck what the fuck i'm talking about but yeah uh i'm like honestly i i would tell you the difference between that and how it would be in argentina but i don't remember anything from kindergarten i i remember remembering the word sand being the first word I ever w- learned in the U.S. other than curse words. And I remember my teacher always giving me that weird stare of, like, are you okay? Like, how far back are you supposed to remember? I remember, I, I don't know if it's my first nightmare, but I remember a nightmare. I think that's the earliest memory. I, well, I have two memories. I have one memory of laying down on my parents' bed with the window being open behind me and me drinking out of a bottle. God knows how old I was. Because I could have been like five still drinking out of a bottle. I don't fucking remember when was the last time I drank out of a bottle. I but think, then... I, I think I drank out of a bottle for long. Like a while. I said I was told. I don't remember. Didn't you drink out of a titty for a long time? I Yeah, I don't know how long. Okay. And then out another, of a titty. An, just a memory, random titty. Another memory I had was... Um, I had a nightmare. Where I was in like a festival of some sort like uh, oh fuck i forgot the name of the festival whatever like a festival of some sort or like oh, what's that thing that they have that you were just saying that they might have like carnival yeah like, there you go like, like it was like carnival or some shit but in my country um, yeah which is it's it's more like um like a parade almost exactly it was like a parade or whatever so it's like one long strip road and it's going downhill and i'm on the top and in the middle of the parade, in the dream, for some reason, everyone's heads start just falling off and rolling downhill. And there's no blood. There's no violent act of any sort. It's just literally people just stop doing what they're doing. And their bodies just stop acting. And then their heads just fall down the, whole, the, the, the hill. And for some reason, that scared the shit out of me. Because I, I, I think I was four or some shit. And I remember waking up crying my eyes out and looking at my nanny um in the kitchen and going like i don't know what the fuck i said going like the fuck i had a nightmare or some shit and then i remember having and then looking there and i think that's like my earliest memory wow your memories are like complex like you can remember that much from a memory before you were like from kindergarten and under oh and i remember before coming to this country my grandfather my grandma giving me uh a necklace and that was the last present I ever got from them. Yeah. That, I, that, I'm happy I remember that because then they died. So Actually, I have I have four memories of kindergarten and under. One was in like pre-K or oh, something. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I remember this Asian kid always always, uh, always pulling out his dick under the table in, in, in kindergarten. <laughs> 
okay, all right, go on. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn. He, you know, he, he didn't know how to speak the language, just like me, but his only way of communicating and laughing with people was him pulling his dick out under the table and the teacher was getting angry at him. People would laugh? Of course, it was hysterical. And he, he was, was pulling he, out his little wang under the table. And he was Asian, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's even funnier. I bet he looked like the little Asian guy from the hangover, the guy from Community. I guess so. I don't remember his name. I, I don't remember anything. I just remember... I don't remember anything about him. I just remember he was the kid that always stuck his dick under the table. And the only memory I have of him is just laughing. Like he knew he was hysterical. See, that's someone you need to keep around. Cause that, <laughs> that motherfucker knows how to party. He's prob- he probably hasn't changed. He's probably those little fucks that haven't changed. And, like, are my age now and going to parties. And he's always the guy that gets drunk and just pulls his dick out. And his friends laugh at him. <laughs> that's he runs, he- probably strips and, like, does bets. Like... I'll strip right now and give me $100 and I'll run across the street or some shit. He's probably one of those fucks. He's probably really good at math, too. Now that's just racist. <laughs> okay, so... What, what I, does dicks have to do with math? Asians have to do with math. All right, go on. And Asians have dicks. All right, um... <laughs> the four things I remember from, like, kindergarten and, and under is, uh... One, I remember, like, in pre-K or however, like, I was tiny before even kindergarten... I was in some sort of daycare thing, and I was playing with a snail by by a slide. They had like a playground with a slide, and I was playing with a snail. That's as far as my memory goes of then. And then, second memory, I remember I was like four, maybe five, and I was running around in, in circles because kids are stupid, and that's what they do <laughs> with my friend and. He had a huge head. My friend had a huge <laughs> head because you know we grew up together, and he grew like his head always stayed really big no matter what. So you know we're running in circles like little kids do for no reason, and then one of us decided I'm gonna go I'm gonna go the other way now, and then turn around and slam right into the other one's head, and I got I passed out. I I, I got knocked unconscious by this little kid's head. Those are my uh, two memories I remember. Another one was from kindergarten. I remember finding out that you can waste a pencil. I thought pencils were like forever. (laughs) And then someone explained to me that when you keep sharpening them, they'll get smaller and smaller to eventually you have no more pencil. And that blew my mind. And that's it. I think that's all I can remember. No, I remember rolling a tire. In a playground. Just like it's a, a tire. Yeah, I know. I know. It's playgrounds are different over there. Yeah, just rolling a tire. That's it. Those are my four memories before from like kindergarten and under. I forgot how old I was. I don't think it's like one of my early memories. It's just a memory when I was a kid. Uh, when I was losing my teeth and stuff. I uh, I was Wait, running... you were losing your teeth? Like, you know, like kids, like they, they lose their teeth and then get new teeth. Oh, okay. Your baby yeah, teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Um, and I was in the park, my mom, my parents went to the park, and I was there with my parents, whatever, and there's a bunch of kids in the playground, obviously, like kids do, and I was running on, you know, those little bridges that move or whatever, that when you run on it, it kind of... I think so. On the playground? I think so, I don't know. Whatever, I was on one of those bridges, and this, uh, this kid with also a big head runs straight into me, and my front teeth got knocked out by his head. He put his wang out? No, but my front teeth never grew the same. That's why I needed braces. Because mm. mm. of that little little kid with the big head, too. I don't think he had a big head. I think he had a normal-sized head. It's just I remember his head just was the reason why I got fucked you up. You sure he just wasn't a midget? No, he was just a little little, a little Haitian kid, that's all. Because midgets got big heads, too. Maybe your, your friend was a midget. I don't know. I haven't... I don't know him as an adult, so I don't know how tall he is. So, he could be. Okay. So, let's actually uh, get to this taco. <laughs> Instead of talking about little Asian kids pulling out their wangs under the table. I'm just going to jump into it. So, this drawing is of the girl at a park. And there's the pic... And then she, she... Everything's normal when it comes to her and the, like, weird trees and clouds and shit like that. But then, next to her is a white dressed with red all over it. A white dress? White dressed. Like, with a, well, yeah, it is a white dress. But it's like... A girl with no detail when it comes to, like, color of hair or everything's just white. 
except she has random blotches of red with crayon on her dress, and her eyes and mouth are scratched out with red. And it goes, this is Lisa. She's my friend. My mom and, and dad can't see her, so they say she's an imaginary friend. Lisa's a nice friend. And then it goes, and then there's another picture of her. Of her, and then, hold on. I'll describe the picture after I read it. Today I tried to plant a flower in the yard. I tried to plant it in it by the sandbox, but Lisa said that that's where her daddy is sleeping, so I planted it in a cup of dirt. And then the drawing is, of course, them outside in the grass, her holding, a, the little girl holding a plant, and then that weird drawing, again, of the all-white girl, white dress, and, like, red all over. Can I look at it? And then next to her is just, like, a sack of body with a little happy face on it. A sack of body? Like, it looks like a potato with a head and then a happy face, which I could only assume is the, the dad. The dad. Yeah, and then... <clears throat> and then this one goes, Lisa's at school with me today. I brought her for her, for show and tell, but Miss Monroe got angry. Monroe? I don't know whatever. Miss M got angry because she can't see Lisa. Lisa got sad, so she hid the chalkboard eraser. And it's just a drawing of the little girl. Are these real? It's claimed to be real. The little girl with, again, that figure thing, and then the teacher being angry. Miss Monroe is absent today. Our substitute is named Miss Digman. She's pretty and nice, and she's letting us have snacks time after diary time. I wish Miss Digman could stay our t stay our teacher. And it's just her, Miss Digman, and like a chalkboard or some shit. Uh, today Jonathan Parker stole my pencil case. Miss Digman couldn't can't find it, so she made him give me his pencils. Lisa came to school too, but Miss Digman can't see her. She says she believes Lisa's real. And it's her, the teacher, and holding hands and shit. Yesterday, me and Lisa went on a long walk until the moon came out. Daddy got mad and said Lisa's stupid and fake. Lisa got sad and disappeared. Today, she didn't come to school, but Miss Digman said that Miss Monroe won't, won't come back. And then it's a picture of her and her dad being angry. Daddy was at work all day yesterday. He didn't come home to eat dinner. Today, he's still at work. Mom packed me a pudding in, lun in my lunch today. Pudding is my favorite. It's her, just her and her pudding. This is a bit more detailed and weird. I miss Lisa. Daddy's really busy at work. He didn't come home at the, at the home at the weekend. Mom is mad at him. I'm going to write a letter for Lisa. And it's just her, a heart between her and Lisa, and Lisa's more detailed. But still less detailed? If that makes any sense, it's just more blurry. Dear Lisa, I miss you. Please come back. I'm sorry for when my dad was mean. You're my best friend. Lisa came back home yesterday. She said sorry for leaving, and I told her my dad won't come back home. Lisa said Miss Monroe and him are sleeping like her dad. Hope they come they wake up soon. Okay, so the imaginary friend killed the teacher and the dad. Supposedly that's what this post says. Here's the drawings. Yeah, uh, um this is fake as fuck. <laughs> it's cute as shit though. Fake and gay, I'm gonna call it. I call fake too. But I thought it was cute. Okay. It's cool it's a cool story, but due to it being um fake as fuck, I'm gonna say it's not a taco. It can't be. The only reason you're scared of the other man is because you know he's going to be set free soon. And it's pretty much free. That's the only reason you're creeped out by those stories. No, right. and just because of the details of what happened. That was pretty crazy. This one's my last taco. Babysitter discovers clown doll in kid's room was a real person raping the child at night. Here's what the babysitter said The babysitter said about the events that unfolded. The Jones had me scheduled to babysit Thursday, Friday and Saturday evening so they could go out town for their anniversary. We calls the babysitter Chersity Ch Cornwell in her report to the police on Thursday evening when I put the little girl to bed. She said she was afraid to be alone. She told me the clown in the chair scared her. I told her to roll over and ignore it and just go to sleep. When I left the room, she was screaming for about 30 minutes, and when I checked on her, she was h hiding under the covers. On Friday night, same thing. She kept complaining about the scary clown in the chair. I told her to be brave little girl and go to sleep, and when I let the, left the room, she cried for nearly 45 minutes. On Saturday night, the same thing happened again. She kept saying the clown is going to get me. I left her alone, and this time she was screaming for an hour. I called her parents to ask her what I should do. When I told them about the scary clown, they had no idea what I was talking about. They said they don't have a clown in the house, so I snapped a photo of the clown in the chair and texted it to them. They said that they had never seen it before in their lives. I headed back towards the room when I saw a small figure dart down the stairs and out the front door. When I went in the room, the clown was gone. The little girl was crying, asking why I did not believe her. 
She told me the clown did very bad things to her every night that was that I was there. Turns out that the small man had been sexually assaulting the girl for three nights in a row. The sitter called 911 and the police arrived. They sent out dogs in the area to pack up the man's scent. Thankfully, the dogs discovered the man and ended up arresting Ralph Horns, who was hiding nearby in the bushes. A true story? Nope. Oh. Do you not remember this? This is one of the little myths that I brought in one of my first tacos. I had a creepy pasta about a clown. Don't you remember? Similar, like where they call and it's like, leave the house. We don't own, we don't have a clown statue. Yeah. Someone brought, <clears throat> someone made this fake news article and it went all over the internet and everyone's just like, oh my fucking God, this is the creepiest shit ever. And it was because of that creepy pasta. Yeah. And it's fake as shit. Well, it's, I figured this could be fake, but that's really creepy. The thing is, out of everything that I've read and everything that I've seen that is real, that could be plausible. Like, what about that, like, middle-aged woman living in that guy's house without him knowing for a year and things like that? And just, and there are people out there dressed up as clowns, rampaging and just scaring people for no fucking reason. Even killing people, I believe, in, um, somewhere in the UK, the clown of gangs I'm sorry the gang of clowns there you go hmm. so yeah, i thought it was creepy yeah that's that's definitely a taco it's fake but it's it's come on just thinking of like something like first of all clowns are creepy as fuck you scare the shit out of me and then on top of that just thinking of something like that, like if you had a child, something like that happening to a child underneath like your own noses and shit the whole time. It's especially scary knowing there's that peeping Tom, like in Pembroke Pines, so. What peeping Tom? You didn't hear about it? No. Okay, uh, guys, we live close to this area I just mentioned. In our area, there's a, among, among a bunch of stuff that's happening, because we live in South Florida, so there's always shit happening here. There's apparently this uh, peeping Tom that uh, caught a couple, that... Got, no, he didn't get caught. There's a peeping Tom happening around this area, and he's been out there for a while, and he's what, still out there. What's he been doing? He's been uh, jacking off outside girls' windows. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't help that someone tried opening my roommate's door when she was sleeping alone, but luckily she doesn't sleep alone anymore, so. And that was a while ago. Yeah, it's a couple months ago. It could have been that dude. I don't think so. But yeah. So is that it for Paco's Tacos? Yeah, and then Serial Killer of the Day. Boom, boom, Serial Killer of the Day. Boom, boom, he's coming today. It's a she. She's coming today. <laughs> she or he are coming today. I, I've exhausted all my options making little theme songs for all these <laughs> segments in this podcast. My Serial Killer of the Day is called... Well... Her nickname is uh, Giggling Nanny. The Giggling Nanny. So, like most serial killers or any killer or any one that does fucked up shit, they had a fucked up life. Um, she had abusive dad, the cliche. Um, she had a what? An abusive dad. Okay. Um, and um, <clears throat> she wed very early. She got, well, she had an abusive dad and she also hit her head when she was very young, which most... Uh, people assume that might be what fucked her up. When she was young, her dad didn't let her or her sisters use anything remotely appealing to their appearance because he didn't want them to be, um, like, sexually abused by people or, like, you know, like, if a guy saw her and they thought they were attractive, that they'd try to rape him, even though it didn't work because they still got, like, molested when they were little and stuff like that. By who? By random people. Never specified. Okay. And then she hit her head once when she was, like, seven. And she always had, like, migraines. And she always felt faint after that. Um, After the headache. After hitting her head. Yeah. Like, years after. And then um, when she was 16, she wed very early after knowing this dude for four months. She went? Wed. She got married. Oh, she wed. She got married. Okay. And um, her dad approved of it, even though I don't think she had a choice in it. She kind of just married him because the dude asked the dad. When she was 16. When she was 16. Okay. So she got married and she had four children very early. And because the kid was so young when he married her, the dude's mother was so possessive of him because that's all she had. They didn't really have a family. They just had each other. Ended up living with with them. Okay. So the, the, 
the guys, the, the guys, the mother, the, the mother in law lived with the nanny and the four kids. Yeah. Yeah. And um, she was very, very possessive of everything and just tormented her most of her life there. And well, things happened. And I guess in the midst of all of it happening, uh, also the dude would leave and for like days at a time and like cheat on her and stuff like that, whatever. Um, she ended up killing two of her daughters. She ended up poisoning them and he never had proof, but he believed it. So he ran away and leaving the other two kids with her. No, taking one of the kids and leaving the newborn with her. Okay. And eventually his mother died because of reasons they can never approve. And, um, the thing is, every he, he ran away, but <coughs> left, his, left his mom behind. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. Something like, yeah, something like that happened or either the mother died first. Don't recall very well. Uh, but yeah. You have to know that most of the people that are dying in the story, she kept taking, um, what is it called when someone, she kept taking life insurance um, policies, policies out on them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So she kept getting money as, as well as killing them. It's just, okay. so very early she got addicted to the thrill of killing and she got married four times. And within that time she killed all her husbands. How is this person? Except the first one. I believe the first one's still alive. How do they not see it coming? Like, because she kept going to other states. She kept going further away. She went to Jacksonville one time, and she went to other places. And <clears throat> one time, when her daughter, when her daughter had her second child, when her oldest daughter, because she had four, she had four children. Yes. Not her oldest daughter. Well, the oldest daughter that was left, I guess. Out of the original four. I read the original four. The one that ran away with the. Yeah, yeah. The dude came back and then things happened. Um, when then when she got older and her one of her daughters ended up having her second child, uh, in the midst of her daughter being very like weak and everything after labor, she thought she saw her mom put a pin in the head of her newborn baby and killing Ooh. it. But she was never sure because she was like all kind of like maybe it wasn't it. But they say that when the doctors came into the room. And he said that, oh, the baby was already dead when I came in, but she was holding a pin. Um, so a lot of things happened. And in one of her last husbands, she killed a lot of people, more than the ones I'm mentioning. And one of her last husbands that she was trying to kill, her mother ended up staying with her when her mother was too old to take care of herself. Her mother ended up staying, Nanny's mom ended up staying with her. And she's like, well, I can't kill my husband if, if my mom sees it because she'll get caught. So then she goes, well, I'll just kill her first. So she killed her own mother. And then um, she killed another mother-in-law, too, at one point. And then killing her last husband in such a hurry to get, again, again the, the life insurance. Out of being able to do it so well with the other ones, the last one, she was so haste about it that she ended up getting caught because they, um, they ended up having an autopsy on the last husband to find out what was wrong with him and figured out that he had high, high levels of poison. So, like... How does one person do this so many times and only on the whatever time this was? like tenth, Not only doing it so time. many times. Not ten times. A couple of times. Not so many times. Not only doing it that many times, but also collecting life insurance Life so insurance many times. every time. That's what I'm saying. Like life insu- like someone dying and her collecting life insurance. Oh, and the, she ended up also killing... You remember how I said she her daughter had a second child and killed the baby while it was newborn? Yeah. Later on, one of... The, old, the other child that daughter had ended up dying of suffocation and they didn't know what caused it. But then two months later, the nanny ended up receiving $500 for life insurance on it because she had just taken it out. Wow. But yeah, um, the reason she's called Giggly Nanny is that most of the time when people are caught and they ended up admitting that they killed these people, they're either indifferent or very sad or, like, regretful or they feel guilty or whatever, right? No. She was laughing and enjoying the whole story. She was just happy to tell it. She was just laughing and even to the point of putting the pin in her grandson's head while it was a newborn. She was so just, she confessed to everything? She confessed to all 11 uh, murders and she... Uh, oh, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was 11. She collected... Not on all of them, not oh, on okay. all of them, but in the in a lot of them, she collected like life insurance or gained something out of it. So, yeah, she she was called that because she looked like 
at the time when she got caught with her last husband, her fourth husband, she was already old. So she looked like an innocent nanny. What? When she was just murdering everyone. And she was giggling in the statement. What, uh, around what year was this? She started killing in 1927, and her last killing was in 1954. Holy fuck. So this was not that long ago. No. This is like 60 odd years ago. And the states were Alabama, North Carolina, Kansas, and Oklahoma. Oh, so you said Jacksonville was one of, like, she stopped at Jacksonville. She met up with one of her husbands in Jacksonville. Oh, okay. But the murders must have happened somewhere else. Wow, that's that's crazy. The whole pin on the... You, you mean on the soft spot, right? Yeah. On the fo- fontanel, whatever it's called? Down, yeah. Wow, that's insane. Mm-hmm. Ugh, he creeped me out with his giggly nanny. Really? Yeah, it's creep- he creeped me out a lot. That an old lady can cause this harm? Well, she started young... It's not really an old lady. Just the fact that she she, she it looked just, like her her when she started she had an inner hatred for for men in particular because of her father and how much she yeah harmed. but like she started but off, then she she went off and the further the fur the older she got and the more kills she had the less she cared about who it was and she just wanted no, to kill but in like, general. Her first two kills were her daughters. Yeah, to harm her husband. Yeah, you're right. So it's yeah, like, that's true. Forget it. Like, your own creation, like, something you've pushed out, you, it's like, after that, that, that person didn't care who or what they did. I think the only reason the the first one lived, or lived for how long he did, because I think he's still, he's the only one that lived, was because he refused to eat her cooking after that. And, and then he ran, he ran away. Yeah. So. It's so weird that then he came back with his daughter to be part of... Well... Unless, she, unless the daughter that had this kid was the, the newborn she had at the time who ended up growing up and then having a kid. I'm not sure. I think that's probably the one. Mm-hmm. Maybe the husband just ran away and never came back. The husband came back with the kid and then ran back off. And left the kid? Yeah, because the nanny was already... At that time, she was staying with her mother. Mm, okay. So he probably thought that the that is grandmother okay. would be okay, but no. <laughs> no. Hmm. Oh, well. Ugh, creep me out. I don't know why this one got to me. Yeah. Out of all the ones, really, this one, this one's not that bad compared to. It's just so sickening. Like you just kill, collect life insurance, kill, collect life insurance, kill, collect life insurance. It's most most of the time, killing doesn't have a reason when it comes to serial. Well, no, that's a lie. Sometimes the the killing doesn't have a reason when it comes to serial killers, and those don't bother you. But the one just because this one has a reason, it does. Well, th- what's the reason? To collect life insurance. No, but, like, really? Like, she's just killing to kill at the end of the day. Yeah. And that's what's worse to me. It's like, okay, so you're just killing to kill and to collect money. Mm. It just makes it seem lazy to me. Like, go live life. Go get a job. It's like trying to understand why that dude ended up eating that guy's eye. And he's kind of half out of there. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's Guys, insane. don't go to Canada, man. <laughs> yeah. So, anything, everything we talked about, you can find at droploads.com, and you can follow us on Twitter at droploadspc, and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash droploadspodcast, or by searching Productions on Facebook, and uh, you can follow me on Instagram at droploads, and check out the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash P. that's droploads and the letter P. Don't forget to check out uh, Patras recently on the Gotham Lights podcast, which I believe that's the name, with El Heno. Um, go look that up and check out Pouch in that podcast. Then also don't forget to check out the BS Podcast Network. That's a great podcast network that we're on. Uh, started by the guys of Pure BS Podcast. Check that out for sure. Shout out to Steven Dominguez and Fred Dorst. Also, don't forget Paco's store. Where could they find your little online shop at? Etsy.com slash shop slash ghouling around. If you like horror-related products, you might like some of those things I have on it. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Till next time. We love dropping loads.
Reseeding Podcast is part of the BS Podcast Network. Visit bspodcastnetwork.com for more shows just like this one and perhaps a few that are just a little bit better.